Yo, what is going on, everybody? It's episode 83 of The Wise Guys. We are back. Another week, another episode. You already know. Got a lot going on, a lot to get into as per usual. So that leaves me with, if you got something, roll, spark it up. If you got something to sip, sip on it. Now is the time. We are chilling. How you feeling tonight, brother? Shit, I'm feeling great, man. Uh, a lot to get into. Like you said, it's going to be a fun episode. Um, we are going to get a little heated because we got to talk about a clown. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, we'll get into that. Shout out Philly. Uh, but yeah, man, the Sixers play tonight. So, you know, the energy is always high. Uh, the Nets might get swept. We're going to get into all of that, bro. But we got some dope birthdays off top. Tell them who it is. You already know, man. Uh, first things first, this is a personal favorite today. Uh, Al Pacino, 81 years old. Happy birthday. Tony Montana, you already know. Uh, Scarface, my favorite movie of all time. If you know me, you know this. Uh, <laughs> dope dude, though, man. Al Pacino, great actor. He's been in a lot of movies. Um, I mean, The Godfather, you know what I mean? He's been in, he's been in a lot. So, Definitely. Shout out to him. I can't believe he's 81 today, man. This is crazy. Yeah, that kind of took me by surprise. Um, I was expecting more in the early 70s, maybe. I know that's not like a huge difference, but 81, I was like, damn. Yeah. Uh, like you said, Scarface was- is dope. Uh, we, we saw the house. That shit was pretty yeah, dope. Yeah, man. When we went to Miami, got to drive by the mansion. That was pretty cool. Well, I got to see it from afar, really, because it kind of sits by itself in a gated little community. Um, but dope stuff, man. Shout out Al Pacino. Recently, he's still, I mean, he's still acting. He still did The Irishman. Won some awards with that movie. I uh, had the old gangsters in it. You already know Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, all them, you know, Robert De Niro. But shout out to Al Pacino, man. Happy birthday. Also, Timmy Duncan, Tim Duncan, 45 years old today. Spurs legend. Um, Mr. Fundamental, really. I mean, this guy is a legend in the NBA. If you watch NBA growing up, you know, he was definitely uh, one of the greatest to watch. So, yeah, he gave me nightmares as a Heat fan uh, in that little era. <laughs> When it was LeBron versus Timmy D, Tony Parker, Manu. I just feel like the Spurs fit so well together. Um, if you had to show a group of students like a perfect basketball perfect team. chemistry. Yeah, it, it would be either them or Golden State when they were winning their chips. So, I mean, yeah, uh, Tim Duncan, yeah, much respect. I like how he always kept it himself. Even like, you know what I mean? He would always wear the <laughs> yeah, plain clothes. clothes yeah. Yeah. Nothing flashy. Yeah. Uh, Kawhi Leonard esque. the most <laughs> humble dude, really, in the NBA he's ever seen. Uh, yeah, very Kawhi esque. Good comparison there. But shout out to Tim Duncan, man. 45 years old and uh, definitely one of the best uh, growing up, like I said, to watch. And also, you want to tell him who the last birthday we have today? Yeah, man. Grant Atkins. Uh, he's a chef, one of my favorite chefs. Uh, he owns a restaurant in Alinea in Chicago. Uh, he trained with French, uh, in the French laundry with Thomas Keller. Uh, he's just a really dope. He won a lot of awards. Really, really well-respected chef. Yeah, man, that's dope. I'm not familiar, but um, definitely he's got to be of some importance in the chef world if you're bringing him up. 47, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, he is he's young still yeah. for a chef, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that is young for a chef. So, shout out to all those guys. Happy birthday to those legends right there in their own industries. Um, but... Uh, got some other breaking news today. Elon Musk, y'all might have heard, bought Twitter. It is it is official. It's confirmed today. Uh, earlier this morning, there was rumors whether they were going to accept his offer or not. They were looking at it again. Forty four billion in cash. Uh, pretty wild. Uh, but Elon Musk is now the official new owner of Twitter. I wonder what changes we'll see. What do you think? Yeah, I think it'll get a little bit more updated. Um, obviously, he's real technical. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I like Elon, man. A lot of people have their thoughts and hate about him. 
Uh, I just like, I, I feel like I never really saw anything bad he does. Maybe yeah. I'm not all in the mix. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Billionaires but, in the world, yeah, he seems yeah. like a really dope dude. I only see everything he's but definitely good. one of the better mm-hmm. ones. Yeah, <laughs> not to cut you off, man. But he's definitely one of the better ones for sure. Uh, shout out to Elon. Always doing some dope things. And uh, he is that dude, man. He just bought Twitter. Like, that's pretty, that's pretty I mean, wild. Tesla and Twitter. Uh, two things that are really popping right now. Yeah, SpaceX. He's got so much shit, man. He's building robots, cars that can drive themselves. I mean, yeah, it's just wild stuff. But Elon, shout out to him dope dude um but yeah so we had a lot going on over the weekend as well music sports a lot to get into fight weekend in a way kind of was uh mike tyson punching a man on the airplane uh don't get it twisted i'm sticking up for mike i do think that um i mean what was it just a few weeks ago he stopped the dude that had a gun pointed at him and wound up the dude wound up giving him a hug by the end of the conversation um clearly he's not a he wasn't trying to do this I don't know if he was trying to jump necessarily to punch in the man on the plane, but in the video, you could see he was being hassled by him. Uh, I think he was being like, he was actually talking to them at first. And uh, I don't know what led up to it, but Mike had to give him them hands real quick and uh, shut him, shut him up. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, th- there was allegations the dude threw a water bottle at him. I don't yeah, know how sure that is. Yeah. I just saw the video. Yeah. It, it, I don't know, man. I don't see Mike randomly punching a dude, <laughs> actually knowing yeah. what he could do. You kind of got to gotta be stupid to make him that mad. I mean, how you gonna? I mean, for Mike Tyson to lay hands on you, you got to be kind of dumb. So <laughs> we saw what happened in the Hangover. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I think the dude might have been. I don't know if he was intoxicated under the influence on anything. I'm not too sure. I don't want to. Yeah, the be. Yeah, but it kind of looked like it in the video. Uh, his boy was recording it, actually, so it was kind of funny. Uh, dude was just sitting there looking real sad by the end of it. But uh, Mike, yeah, shout out to Mike, though, man. I mean, he's a good dude. I uh, wouldn't necessarily. I mean, there's people that are like, oh, why did he do that? But if you look at the situation and evaluate it, um, really wasn't his fault. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, for sure, man. And we got another one that's always in the mix for fighting. Uh, and he doesn't fight for a living. Uh, he actually raps the baby. Uh, I know his PR team is going crazy, oh, honestly. Yeah. Uh, they're up 24 uh, 7. Yeah, he got in a fight with his artist, his own artist that actually caught a felony for protecting him <laughs> I, last I year. I did see that. Yeah. Um, his that artist, Wisdom. Well. Yeah, he, he, I just seen a little clip of it. Apparently, he said something to him or something, and the baby just started swinging. Yeah, I uh, seen the video. It seems it like he got a, a, like a, like he's a got temper, a temper yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah. Like he throws temper tantrums or something. I'm not too sure. Uh, I, you know, when the baby first came in the industry, I really fucked with him. He was different. Um, then he made the same song like 50 times, and then I kind of got <laughs> kind of got old. Uh, but just recently, man, his name floating in the media, and he's always you know always getting into altercations and shit. Um, you know, that, I mean, to a point, yeah, stand your ground, but. I mean, when you're when you're on this type of platform, he got to chill out a little bit, you know, and especially it's not a good look for him. He's fighting with his own team uh, artist. Again, like you said, I, I did read that he caught a felony for the baby protecting him. Uh, so it's kind of weird. He kind of snuck bull in the video. It looked like he like turned around and like hit him real. I don't know. Just weird stuff. Um, also just came out that Walmart clip back in 2018. I mean, this is the same same guy we're talking about uh, <laughs> allegedly shooting somebody and killing them and in the video he had the gun on him so i mean it's just crazy stuff how it came out all these years later um well not all these years but 2018 now it's 2022 
Uh, you know, everything catches out, man. It's crazy. But uh, I don't know. Did you see that clip at all? Yeah, no, nah, I, I got to see it. Uh, like I said, man, it just goes with me thinking he has a huge, like, uh, bad temper. Somebody's got to get him some, yeah. like, counseling or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, his team's got to hook him, him up. Yeah, him exposing, like, like his, his baby mom or whatever. Like, yeah. I, I wasn't down with that. I thought that was kind of oh, corny. Brother, all yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the brother out. and shit, he, you know what I mean? He was stupid in himself for oh, yeah, just coming yeah, at yeah. But he was protecting his sister. You know what I mean? I don't got a sister. I can't, like, I would do it for my brothers. But, yeah, yeah. Long story short, I don't know. I, I, the baby just seems like a dickhead, if we're yeah, being honest. <laughs> all in all, whether these situations, he's right or wrong, there's just too many of them piling up now at this point to where he's starting to look bad. Uh, at least it's looking that way from an outsider's standpoint looking in uh, at the situation. But who knows, man? That's enough about the negative stuff, though. We did have Tyson Fury knocking somebody out over the weekend, man. Dylan White. Um, this was... This was interesting. I mean, this fight was, was, I don't know if it was the best matchup, but I do know these are two guys um, from Europe, I believe. So that was kind of cool. And to, Fury looked in incredible shape before this fight. He looked probably in the best shape that he's been in in a long time. Uh, he looked like he thinned out a little bit. Uh, I know there was some chatter about White being a good matchup for him, the speed, all that stuff. But I knew deep down inside, nobody is beating Tyson Fury. Uh, if it wasn't Deontay Wilder, you know, <laughs> so I, I don't know. In my opinion, I kind of knew what the outcome of this was going to be. Uh, didn't watch the fight, unfortunately, but was definitely a brutal uppercut. And uh, it ended the fight, man. So what's your thoughts on it? Yeah, like you said, uh, I, I knew Tyson Fury was going to win. Yeah. Uh, just off rip, uh, he's one of the best boxers I've seen, uh, fundamental-wise. He kind of reminds me of Tim Duncan of the sport. Like uh, <laughs> yeah, he's he, just, he knows what needs to be done to win the fight. Um, he's not really the quickest guy, in my opinion, but he's definitely quick for his yeah. his height and weight. Um, the fight seemed, I don't know, like the uppercut he took. Obviously, Tyson Fury packs a punch. Um, I didn't get to see the all the clips, all the angles, all the sides. Maybe it might change my mind, honestly. But it uh, looks like he kind of like, yeah, it looked like he kind of grazed him a little bit. But bring it up, though. I don't yeah. know, man. I, I heard of their sides that yeah. it, it was a nice, clean uppercut. I, I was with you right there, honestly, and it's, it's not your fault. You didn't see the other clip because I I was thinking the same thing too. I'm like, what? He didn't. He grazed him. It didn't look. It didn't really look like he actually knocked him out. But then later on, I see another clip later on. And dude, I, he knocked the dude's tooth out. <laughs> so Damn, yeah, yeah, yeah I definitely was, gotta see that. Yeah, I gotta show you that uh, later on. But yeah, it's crazy, man. So at first, I was with you there. Uh, I know a lot of people seen the first clip, and again, my assumption was, yeah, he really didn't look like he hit him. But going back, looking at different angles, he actually rocked pool and knocked his tooth out. So <laughs> it was pretty impressive move there by Tyson Fury. Again, like you said. Not the quickest guy, but for being as big as he is, he is fast. And uh, his head movement, his punches, the way he throws, man, uh, it's just an art. So you got to appreciate it. Uh, shout out to Tyson Fury, though. Is he going to retire? Shit, I don't know, man. Uh, he, he might as well um, if he's not going to get one more fight in with Wilder. Yeah, yeah I, I think he already proved that matchup isn't the best for Wilder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, man, there was 94,000 people in attendance for the fight, they said that was the largest at Wembley Stadium for a boxing match. I think he made 33 mil on this fight. Yeah, it was actually insane. I would retire um, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's pretty good for the rest of the year. <laughs> um, His life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> man. Um, yeah. It ended in the two-minute 59 mark of the sixth round, so it's not like he's going long distance. He's still ending fights decent, like pretty early. Um, I don't know, man. I, I just feel like, like you said, he has nothing more to prove. 
Yeah, I think his legacy is pretty much uh, sealed. And, uh, you know, hats off to him. I mean, for real, you got to respect him. Uh, one of the best boxers, probably heavyweights I've ever seen of all time uh, in the sport. But uh, that is it for that fight weekend. And we are going to get into some new drops, some new music going on. Future, future, future. The GOAT dropping. We said last week he is dropping his album later this month, along with Pusheisty dropping on the same day, 429. Future did reveal the name of the album today. It's called I Never Liked You. Perfect for the summertime vibes. I'm hype. I feel like this album is going to bring that vintage future vibes back like we were talking about last week. Yeah, that's definitely what we needed. Um, it's around that time, like we said, the spring. It's usually when we get the best future. Um, I'm hyped for it. I'm hyped for both albums. Uh, Shiesty's album is called Certified. So that's going to be pretty dope. I wonder if he's going to have a couple songs from jail, a couple songs out of jail <laughs> yeah, like he yeah. hasn't released it's yet. Unreleased. Yeah, I just want to see how they both go. I know they're both going to do crazy numbers. I'm curious um, to see the future, the features. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Release. No, 100%. Uh, I feel like we're going to get... I want to get another new level, yo. I know, I know that's like outdated, outplayed, but like nah. ASAP Ferg and Future, I feel like we're a pretty good combo. Yeah, nothing was more lit than seeing that live, man. That song was different. Uh, changed the whole perspective of that song. But yeah, Future... Dropping soon again. Push Ice Tea dropping on the same day. We are hype. Uh, we're big future fans over here at the guys, so you already know we're looking forward to that. And it's perfect for summertime. Uh, maybe we get a jersey feature. Who knows? Uh, definitely expecting something up his sleeve. I know it's not just going to be on him on that one, so we'll see. Um, but um, also, he he actually just dropped a a song. I believe it was last week uh, called "Hold That Heat." Southside on the beat. Travis Scott feature. I think this might be Travis's first song, really, since all the incident happened, man. So I, it, the song was heat. The song's tough. I've been bumping it. Um, beat goes crazy. Southside on the beat. You already know. Yeah, no, that was a tough song. A good listen. Um, like you said, the beat uh, is pretty. Definitely I'm pretty hyped for song. Travis. Yeah, I yeah. uh, wasn't really one of those guys that was bashing him like that too nah, heavy. Yeah. Uh, I feel like shit just got out of hand. Honest, yeah. yeah, so it wasn't really his fault. But enough of that. Uh, we got another artist, Pusha T. Yeah. Still going, man. Uh, old head. He's been doing it since before I was born. Uh, Pusha T album gets 55K the first week. I feel like that's a W, man, for yeah, an old head. Not especially. too bad. Yeah, you see people dropping. Uh, one of these artists, I forget who, just recently dropped, and they did like 19K. Like, yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah. So we see what Pusha's doing at the age that he is. Yeah, you got to respect it, man. I mean, we touched on it last week as well. Uh, uh, Pusha T. Definitely doing his thing still. Uh, I think that's a dub, as you just said, man. Uh, 55K the first week. You got to love it. Um, and just shout out to Pusha, man, doing his thing. Um, but we do have one more thing in regards to some hip-hop news, something that we're very excited to talk about this <laughs> crazy man. I feel like this was made for us. Uh, Nas Wu-Tang tour is happening. Legends, NY Legends right there. Wu-Tang, you already know, big fan. My boy over here, big fan of Nas, and obviously we're fans of both. Grew up on that shit, and I'm uh, really hyped for this, man. You know the guys are going to have to pop out. September, um, it'll be going down in Camden, Nas and Wu-Tang tour. Really looking forward to this one, man. I think we're going to be definitely, definitely vibing in that bitch. Yeah, man, it's going to be so lit. Uh, it's even doper how it's in Camden. Yeah. Uh, just, I feel like those are the two perfect people to go on tour together. Uh, both the vibes are kind of similar. Uh, Wu-Tang's a little bit more off the wall Nas a little bit more humbling you know what I yeah, mean yeah. but I feel like they both more mix poetic, well but yeah, yeah they all mix well and it's the all at the end of the day it's that NY boom bap and uh that 90s shit man it's coming so we're definitely gonna enjoy that shit man Wu-Tang Nas is going down if you're a fan of old hip-hop 
in an old school. Definitely got to slide through to that. Uh, man, but I'm going to lose my mind. If I hear Protect Your Neck, I mean, that's one of their well-known songs right there. Triumph, all that. Um, looking forward to it for real, man. I just yeah, definitely, definitely just can't wait. Yeah, man, for sure. And one more thing since we're on the tour wave. Uh, one thing I seen in the news was Tyler, the creator, bro, made $33 million yeah. off of tours. That shit was crazy to me. I just had to sneak that in. Yeah, man, it's crazy, crazy money. Uh, shout out to Tyler. Well-deserved, really. Um He's been doing his thing for a long time, since the OF days back in the day. We were in high school, man, I feel like, when they first came out. Yeah, he started throwing the carnivals, and then people followed up. Like, you had Astro Road after that. Like, I, I just feel like he yeah. made a lot of, he set a lot of tones and shit. Like, when he has shows, he puts on, like, a, a show. Yeah, exactly, man. And it's it's a lot of visual stuff in his shows. And I think that uh, that really, you know, he, he's different. He does things differently. It's, um, it's you know, he really puts on a show and a performance. Not that I've ever got the pleasure to see him live, uh, but um, definitely dope, man. And uh, again, well-deserved for Tyler. He's been doing this thing for a long time, this Gangsta Grills album and tape that he dropped crazy uh so definitely just shout out to tyler man 33 mil that's the exact same amount of money that tyson fury just got for knocking somebody out so <laughs> yeah we're talking a lot of big money here man a lot of a lot of moves being made uh like we said man it was a lot this weekend uh and we still didn't get to the better half of it so i mean you want to tell them what's good oh you already know man so we're gonna get into it nba playoffs you already know um we got the sixers playing tonight Toronto, we back in Philly. You already know. It's going down. I'm hype. We're all hype. Philly, how we feeling? I think uh, I really just got to bring this up before we get into these games, though, uh, from over the weekend. Joel Embiid with this thumb injury, man. It's killing me. Who's willing to give up their thumb to Joe? Who's willing to do it? I might be. You might be. I don't know. Somebody's got to volunteer to do it. Uh, <laughs> no, but I hope my boy's good, though. He's got a torn ligament in his thumb, and he is now pushing off surgery until after the playoffs are over. Got to respect that, unlike some people. <laughs> yeah, man. B's a warrior. Uh, he is from uh, Ken, uh, Haiti. Uh, I probably screwed that, botched that. But, yeah, man, he's a warrior. Uh, I loved him since Kansas. Uh, obviously, he missed the first season, the whole season. Uh, he went through a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. so I just feel like he's he's been toughing it out his whole career. This season, uh, not to cut you off, but this season was actually, I mean, I, I remember bringing it up a few weeks back. This season was his first season playing the most games that he has in one season. He a uh, little personal milestone there. So this season, he's really turned it up, man. This is our MVP. Now, that's so dope. Yeah, like I said, man, he's averaging 26 points per game, 11 rebounds, 2 assists. Uh, Maxi is who I really want to get into for this yeah. series, man. Uh, I just feel like at home, Maxi shines. Big Maxi uh, night tonight. I mean, he, he he on the road, he does get it done a little bit, but I, I just feel like at home, he the thrives. crowd, yeah, you expect him to drop 30. Yeah, he, he really does thrive off this home energy, man. You got to love it. Typical Philly vibe. Um, and he turns up. I love his energy. We've been praising this kid for a very long time. Um, so he's averaging 22 points per game, five rebounds, four assists. You got to love that. And uh, Harden. On the other hand, not really doing as much as we thought in the playoffs, but he's contributing, um, and he's still doing his thing as well. 19 points per game, five rebounds, nine assists. Um, he's doing he's doing his role, so that's all we can ask. And Embiid, Maxi, Harden. So we just as long as they show up, we good. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, I kind of want to get into this a little bit. So I feel like obviously shit would have went different. Um, maybe you guys wouldn't have got Maxi. Uh, a lot of shit, you know what I mean? We're talking in the past, so I don't know what would happen, but I overall feel like you guys should have just kept Jimmy Butler instead of getting James Harden. Like I said, I don't know if you guys would have got Maxi because of that, yeah. but 
I feel like you put, I think it you, put, been you, a put whole you flip Jimmy scenario. Butler on this. I just feel like he's more of a dog. Maybe I'm speaking as a Heat fan, <laughs> uh, but I just feel like he has that more more of a will to win. Um, yeah, man. So I don't know. I, I guess I'm just alluding to Harden needs to step it up a little bit more, man. He needs to show me that he wants to be there. He wants to win it. Um, I just feel like he has a nonchalant way of balling, which isn't a problem. Uh, but he kind of reminds me of Melo with that kind of attitude, like. Yeah. And sadly, that's why Melo never won a chip. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely a different Harden that we've seen versus back in the day, his Houston days. You know, yeah, when he won MVP. MVP Harden. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, he was a shoot first more back then. Now he's kind of like you know he he spreads the floor out. He gives the guys other opportunity. Um, you know, he's always looking. Uh, to to create shots for other guys, and that's pretty much what he's good at now. Uh, you can look for around twenty points a game. Usually, sometimes he does have those off games, um, give you a couple threes. But uh, really, though, I think uh, Maxi's game has elevated since he's been in Philly, which is really the most important thing to me. Yeah, no, nah, definitely, man. And one person also that I want to not shy away from is Siakam. Obviously, he's on the opposite team, yeah. uh, the Raptors, but I, I feel like he's been having a hell of a series, especially being guarded by Embiid, the potential MVP this year. So, I mean, shout out Pascal Siakam. I'm always a huge fan of that guy. As much as I really don't vibe with the Raptors that much, uh, I don't really hate them, but I don't know. They, they just don't appeal to me. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. yeah, shout out Siakam, man. He's a baller. Uh, Ananobi, who I also don't really hate, but, you know what I mean, he'll give you a 20-piece. Uh, four rebounds, which he is averaging 20 points per game, four rebounds, two assists. And Trent Jr., I mean, just to see those three names being the top point scorers for the Raptors, I don't know how they expected to get it done against the Sixers when you have Van Vliet as the fourth leading scorer, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm pretty sure he's supposed to be number one in scoring. Yeah, I was just so a, I, it was just confusing. Just about to bring that up, Ananobi's really been playing lights out in this series, though. I'm glad you touched on that. Siakam as well, 22 points per game. Ananobi, 20 points per game. Gary Trent Jr. has been sinking threes, <laughs> um, but uh, Scotty Barnes been doing his thing. You know, rookie of the year. I mean, you know, so you got to love that uh, well, for him anyway. I mean, he's he's a young kid. He's balling out, did his thing this season. Uh, so they do have a pretty solid team. Van Vliet is out tonight, I believe they said, with a hip injury. Uh, so he will not be playing. He went out, I believe, in the first half last game in Toronto. Uh, but we are back at the Wells Fargo tonight. We will see what happens. Philly is up, of course, 3-1. to one, And uh, we, could, we could pretty much end it tonight. So I'm definitely looking forward to that and uh, really hope we get it done. Hope Joe's thumb is good enough to take us to the promised land. And uh, really just worried about that now. It's just kind of lingering on my mind since the news broke. Yeah, I feel like the Sixers definitely end it at home, uh, especially with the yeah, crowd. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they would have ended it at Toronto, too, is my opinion. Uh, but just Philly gives it a little bit better of a vibe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Yeah. Uh, but one other series I kind of want to touch up on that's been in the news a lot, uh, the Celtics versus the Nets. Uh, Boston taking that 3-0 lead. Wow. Uh, they're a young team, uh, and it, they're just maturing uh, right before our eyes. I mean, this same team lost to LeBron James. Obviously, they weren't the same type of players. Yeah, uh, nah. A lot of people different around them. Uh, shout out Robert Williams coming back. Um, but, yeah, Tatum has grown. I feel like Marcus Smart Marcus has Smart. definitely grown. I was just about to uh, say. Defensive player of the year, I was not expecting that. 
Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, just about to bring that up. Marcus Smart, defense player of the year he got. Uh, back in 2018, he definitely wasn't doing that. Uh, Jason Tatum was young back then. Now, he's really evolved, man. I'm glad you brought it up. Jason Tatum's game has evolved. It's clear. You can see it. He's playing against, well, what we thought, one of the best players in the world. I would still say KD is. Definitely, you can't take that from him uh, just from this performance alone. But, uh, yeah, man, Tatum's really doing his thing. And uh, you just got to give it to him. I mean, 29 points per game. Five rebounds, eight assists, averaging right now. And um, Brown, for sure, he's definitely stepped up. And uh, I don't know, man, Durant, Kyrie, not looking too hot. Bruce Brown is looking like the best net, really, <laughs> these past few games. Um, not too sure what's going on with Durant. He seems like he's in a funk. Kyrie not doing too much either. Um, both are averaging over 20 still, but that is poor for them especially in a situation like this. Uh, ben Simmons, <laughs> we just got to bring it up, bring the cat out the bag. Um, what is my man doing? All I know is he's sitting courtside looking like a Skittle pack, and um, <laughs> that's what they're saying on social media. Pretty funny. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I just don't know. He really he hasn't played a game since June twentieth, two 2021. Pretty sad. Um, again, man, it just goes back to my point. Joe's out there playing with a torn ligament in his thumb. <laughs> no excuses, uh, Ben. Just you just got to shake your head. And yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, not to cut you off, but I, I'm just really unsure of how he injured his back not playing ba- uh, basketball. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I really. That's just alarming to me. Yeah. Like, uh, like you said, he hasn't played since June, so I don't know how he's waking up with back soreness. And that picture of uh, Dre, Seth, and you know Andre Drummond, Seth, and Ben all sitting next to each other. The look on their faces, just, it's sad, man. I feel bad for them guys. Andre Drummond, Seth Curry, wish those were two people I could still see in the Sixers uniform, but uh, that was part of the trade. And uh, they just don't look too happy, man, and I don't blame them. They, they're they probably thinking, like, what's going on here? Like, how did I end up in this situation with this guy? And uh, he's got to feel like a dickhead, just straight up. I mean, he really does, uh, looking like one, too. Uh, just dressing obnoxious. Like, he just, uh, I don't know, man. I just can't can't rock with the dude. Yeah, man. Uh, all of Philly is with you on that. Uh, just a little list of some players that played through a little bit yeah, of injury. Is, you know what I mean? Uh, so you got Terrell Owens, obviously. Uh, he played in the Super Bowl with a broken leg. Broken leg. And a torn ankle ligament. I'm pretty sure he scored so, a touchdown into Yeah, uh, that's just that's insane to me. Obviously, this isn't the NBA Finals, but it's on the way to it. Uh, you got Carson Wentz. I know you're a big <laughs> fan of him, bro. Uh, throws a touchdown with a torn ACL. Got to give it to him. Uh, I don't know what it's like to tear an ACL. I don't want to know, but when you're looking I, bad against I, Carson I Wentz, yeah, 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 this is sad. Exactly. That guy's made of glass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Ben Simmons might be made of fucking. I don't Cotton. even know. I don't even know what. He's I, just I soft, have no idea, man. Soft man. I, there's no other uh, words. Yeah, yeah, you got you got Kobe Bryant and Clay Thompson hitting free throws with torn, torn Achilles. Yeah. Uh, that's just a little list there to show you. As you said, Joel Embiid's playing with a torn ligament. Um, we got Clay Thompson coming back from an ACL tear. Yeah. Uh, you got Kevin Durant. So that's what I really want to get into. I know he's getting a lot of slander. Um, I just want to touch up on this a little bit. Maybe it'll change a couple of people's minds. Uh, the dude, the last five Nets games of the regular season, uh, when superstars usually take them them games off because their team has locked the playoff spot in, uh, he played 42 minutes, 37 minutes, 41 minutes, 42 minutes, 41 minutes. Mind you, an NBA game is 45 minutes. Um, so... Basically playing the whole game. Uh, it, it, I just feel like he's burnt out, uh, especially with Kyrie Irving only playing away games, except towards the end of the year, maybe the last 10 games yeah. when they lifted it. 
Uh, I, it's just looking to me like Kevin Durant is just like drained. I know he's the best player in the world. We expect a little more, but we obviously know he wasn't LeBron James on the defensive side. Uh, not the greatest two-way player we ever seen, uh, but he is one of the greatest scorers I've ever seen. But when you can put a strategy or scheme on him, we see what happens. He gets locked up, double teamed. Um, I just feel like the Nets need more. Yeah, absolutely. They got to be on, um, especially now. I mean, you're down three nothing in this series. What are they going to do? Uh, was the Ben Simmons trade a mistake? I don't know. I, I, it's looking that way at this point. I mean, they got the guy for three years over a hundred million dollars. Uh, just not looking, not looking good. And he's not even on the court. He was supposed to come back for Game Four. Uh, is not playing. So due to this apparent back injury. I just I think Brooklyn's got to be frustrated that's at this point. Uh, the players got to be frustrated at this point. They did, probably expected to have him back already and have him on the court for a moment like this. Um, they probably could have helped him out in this series, but we know he is scared of those type of situations, clearly. <laughs> but we will see what happens, though. Um, we'll see if the Nets can finally pull out a dub and try to push this series, but I don't know, man. It's not looking good for them. The only thing that is good, they are in Brooklyn tonight. Maybe they can get it done. I do see KD clicking the night, and I think he's going to turn up. This is really his legacy on the line almost. I do consider him one of the best players in the world still, even if he loses this game tonight. But it would be a huge statement uh, if they come out and win and put on a performance. Yeah, as you said, uh, it is kind of for KD's legacy. Uh, he chose to leave Steph and the Warriors, which I think he would make them a clear NBA uh, yeah. final they, favorite. That's the case yeah. right now. They would you take Jordan Poole as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he chose to do all that as well as Kyrie chose to leave LeBron. Uh, I feel like if you put Kyrie on the Lakers, maybe they get it done. Yeah, uh, maybe definitely would have made the playoffs. Yeah, yeah so. so. Yeah, it's a lot to get into there, but as you said, I think they do pull out the win tonight. Uh, I just can't see them going home so early. So, I mean, another series I kind of want to touch up on. Uh, we're going to get into all of them really quick to finish it off, but the Mavericks and the Jazz. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of heating up. I thought it, this was going to be a shit series. <laughs> yeah, I honestly yeah. thought the Jazz were going to win 4 yeah, nothing with Luke out. I thought we weren't yeah. seeing him the rest of the year. Uh, he, he decided to come back, and it's a series. <laughs> yeah, man, definitely shocked me with that. Um, did have Utah winning as well. We were both rocking like that, uh, but we didn't expect Luka to come back. So shout out to the Mavs for doing their thing, and uh, maybe they'll be able to push something as well. And one thing that really got me, well, not I don't give a fuck about the Utah Jazz, if I'm being honest, but if I'm a Jazz fan, uh, that lob from Donovan Mitchell to Gobert is something to really <laughs> get me hype about. Um Obviously, we know what the beef was about them, too. Uh, Rudy Gobert giving them COVID, allegedly. But uh, it's just good to see that. Uh, it looked like a C-plus version of the Shaq-Kobe lob. Uh, <laughs> he said the so, C-plus, man. Yeah, man. It's, I don't know. Not really too much to hear about Utah. I just feel like they're a regular team. Yeah. At this point, I kind of I kind of want to switch up my little thesis. I kind of want the Mavericks to take it, man. I'm I'm oh, a yeah. huge fan if, of Jalen Brunson. If Luka's Shout back. out Villanova. Yeah, yeah Luka. Yeah. Um, totally changes it all. I mean, really, we didn't expect to get him back, as you said. So to see him in the series doing his thing, got a root for Luka, man, one of my favorite players in the league for sure. Uh, we are going to bring up the next series that we have to get into, Atlanta, Miami. I know you're hyped about this one. Uh, Ice Trey. I don't know. We're Trey. locking him up. Uh, tell him what he said. Oh, man. Uh, apparently, Trey Young hasn't been guarded like this since high school. He's not used to it. Uh, it's kind of messing with him. He's an absolute hell. I seen a clip of 
it was what was it? There was three different players guarding him: PJ Tucker, and then it switched to Bam, and then it switched to Jimmy Butler. All on the same play, didn't even get past the three point line. Um, <laughs> he just looks like he's having an absolute horrible time out there. And uh, Trey's not a big guy either, so all this pressure on him, I don't know how he's feeling. Yeah, we're making him live in a nightmare. We're uh, have to have him pull up. He's probably just <laughs> gonna have to pull up from half court and just hope for the best. Nah, one hundred percent, man. Uh, we're mel- we're melting ice, Trey. So. Uh, Jimmy Butler averaging 30.5 points per game in these playoffs. Uh, that seems to be regular. Uh, remember last year, he's hunched over. Uh, Look, Jimmy really turns put, it on yeah, this he, time of year. He puts his I mean, all out yeah. for the team. Um, he's been that guy, you know, for a long time. Like I feel like Bam needs to step up, though. Uh, we got Jimmy Butler averaging 30, and then the next guy is Max Struess averaging 13. So, I mean, that's unacceptable if we want to win the finals, go to the finals, even win another playoff series because yeah. i, I kind of think we got this locked up in the bag yeah um but yeah bam on a bio 10 points per game is not gonna cut it i did expect more from bam not gonna lie uh but expect nothing less from jimmy butler as i just said this guy turns it on uh in the postseason man he just lives for these type of type of moments so. he's the only one averaging more than 37 minutes or he, he is averaging 37 minutes per game the next highest guy is 29 bam so yeah man so i i just you know you got to give you know, credit where it's due. Jimmy Butler is uh, putting the team on his back, really. I mean, you all have a solid squad over there, and uh, he's doing what needs to be done, as we know. Um, but I'll let you get into this last one. Yeah, man, Minnesota and the Grizzlies. Uh, this series has become a little bit of one of my favorites. Uh, yeah. We got Carl Anthony Town <laughs> and John Dad going back and forth with it. Funny stuff. Uh, obviously, Carl Anthony Towns coming at uh, the Grizzlies, and the Grizzlies doing vice versa, so... I mean, I feel like the Grizzlies got a bunch of dogs in them. I like that team a lot because I feel like they were drafted. They were all drafted. None of them were, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, it wasn't free agency put together. Uh, come join us. You know what I mean? Uh, Aunt Edwards is just yeah. shining. Talking about Minnesota now. But yeah. um, it, it's just a lot of young talent is what I'm getting all at. You got all, like yeah. D-Lo. You got Cat. Like, they got to all be under 28. Yeah, Aunt Edwards, Jaws. Just so like much. If anybody in this series, it's just Pat Beverly, the only one that's over 30. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely uh, Pat Bev. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it's just funny, man. This series has been entertaining to watch. Uh, Minnesota, Grizzlies, you just got to love it. Um, this is what playoff basketball is about. The energy going back and forth. Um, you know, Cat making the comments. You got to come back to our crib, and then we see what happened. So, but it's just funny, man. And i seen that interview where he deepened his voice. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of Twitter. This is Twitter's probably favorite uh, series. Yeah, yeah. So, there's a lot of, lot of young guys, a lot of energy in this series. So, definitely hyped to see what goes down and how it finishes out. But... The last one we got for the day is the New Orleans Pelicans versus the Phoenix Suns. Um, I don't know, man. What do you think about this? B.I., Brandon Ingram. I mean, he's the reason the series is tied 2-2. Two to two. Uh, If you asked me this last week, I would have told you you're joking if uh, the series wouldn't have finished 4-0. Uh, I thought it was a clean sweep. Obviously, horrible, horrible things happened, and Devin Booker's out. Uh, we had Chris Paul, though, dropping 38 uh, the game Vintage. before. Uh, but we saw Jose Alvarado, or Alvarado, Jose Alvarado, yeah. Uh, he, he's just—he's one of my favorite players at this point, man. Uh, you can't really hate the guy. 
Uh, he just plays his heart out. Uh, you never really see full court, full court press anymore in the NBA like you do college. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was glad I was glad to see him locking Chris Paul up. Uh, I feel like they're playing mind games at this point. They know that the Suns can't beat them or can't be as elite without Devin Booker. Yeah. So they just I feel like they know that they could beat and really them. Just, and it it kind of made it fun. Yeah, no, it definitely did. A bit. Even the scoreboard out a little bit. I hate to say that. Don't want to see anybody get injured. But the Phoenix Suns without Devin Booker is a different team, especially when the other role guys aren't stepping up. Jay Crowder really hasn't been making much noise at all uh this series i'm talking about in general overall the cow bridges hurt i know man like, i was uh, waiting for you to bring yeah. up mccall that kind of hurt me man McCall, uh, man. this is his series yeah. to drop his I first 30 piece or 40 piece as soon as like, the d book news dropped i thought he was going to do that um definitely expect more out of this team as we praise them early on this season for their success um and just the way they're built um i don't know they're kind of they kind of look they don't look too great right now so uh they're definitely missing devin booker the pelicans turning it on a little bit uh, again, B.I. doing his thing. He's the reason they're still in it. Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. This is a talented, uh, you know, talented group with the Suns. And unfortunately, they're not at 100%. But we will see what happens. Pelicans with Zion doing 360 dunks and warm-ups. <laughs> so we'll see when he comes back. Yeah, man, I'm excited for that. A lot of people forget that the Pelicans are still in this series without Zion, yeah. uh, arguably their best player. So, uh, shout out Duke Nation, man. I'm excited when B.I. and Zion link together. A lot of Duke going on. Uh, but that really wraps up the NBA talk. Yeah. Uh, I just want to kind of sneak in some last few things before we wrap this episode up. Uh, I know you were at the game, bro, yesterday talking <laughs> to Phillies Brewers. Yeah. Not the best outcome as a Phillies fan, nah. but you got to see some exciting shit. Uh, let <laughs> yeah. them know who got ejected. Yeah, so this was uh, not the most exciting game, clearly. Uh, it was one nothing going into, like, the eighth or ninth inning. Um, I don't know. I was kind of snoozing half the time. Nah, it was great, though, to get to the bank uh, for the first time this year. It's definitely overdue. I'm usually there opening day or opening weekend. Um, so it was definitely hype. I uh, wish, wish they would have came out with the dub, but... Kyle Swerber doing what needed to be done, man. Hernandez, terrible calling the whole game on both sides. Uh, he had to let him know how he felt. He got ejected. The crowd was going absolutely nuts uh, when he started snapping. Um, and we were, too. I mean, it was the end of the game there, and they had a chance to maybe come back in the ninth. And uh, bad call. So just got to love it. And Girardi coming out, too. And the irony, bro. I heard uh, McCutcheon was the one that gave the Brewers the lead. <laughs> uh, so yeah. on the sack fly. Yeah. Uh, so that, that just says it right there. Uh, shout out McCutcheon though, man. Yeah. Uh, no bad blood. Obviously, I'm not a Phillies fan like you yeah, are, he's but very, very welcome though. Uh, yeah, was, that's what I yeah, feel yeah. like. There was no booing. Nah, uh, nah not at all. He wasn't at the Philly. game, but yeah, you were there. Uh, yeah. yeah, man. One more thing I want to get into before we wrap it up. Uh, you got the NFL draft this Thursday. Uh, we won't have another episode before then. Uh, so I just want to get your thoughts on what the Cowboys should do this draft. Yeah, Twenty four. And uh, what do you think the what do you think the right move would be? I don't know, man. There's a lot of different names floating around. Uh, I do think maybe some uh, some linebacker help could help out a little bit. I don't know. To pair with Michael Parsons, that could be a good move on defense, beef up the defense, uh, you know, an edge rusher or something. With the loss of Gregory, I think we need to do something on the defensive side of the ball. But also, there's a void we need to fill on the offensive side as well. I do think, um, you know, as much as, you know, it would be great to – to think about in a fantasy world, Debo Samuel coming to the Cowboys because he's not coming back to the Niners. He requested a trade, uh, and he has confirmed that. Uh, I do think we need to go receiver maybe. It's a switch up. We haven't drafted a receiver, and then probably – well, actually, CD fell to us, and we did draft him in the first. Uh, so we will see what happens. 
I do think we need a void filler for Amari Cooper. So we will see. We will see. I really won't be disappointed with uh, either one, though, a receiver, a linebacker, edge rusher, maybe a safety. I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of different positions we could just add depth to, really. Um, so definitely looking forward to see what we do. But I would definitely be happy with a receiver, a nice young receiver in this draft, or, uh, again, maybe a linebacker. I don't know. Yeah, uh, no disrespect to any of the players, but this isn't the most uh, exciting draft. Uh, not too many names I know past the first round. Uh, can't lie. I think uh, they said we were looking at Chris Olave. Oh, Chris Olave. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely uh, – shout out Ohio State for that. Yeah. Um, but I hope the Steelers get Malik Willis, man. Yeah. I can't lie. I, I, it, it's been a lot of talks in the media. I feel like I think it, he's the best, it's trending best towards it. I really do. I think he's one of the best in the draft. Um, again, this isn't, like you said, it's not a really in-depth draft this year. Not a lot of guys. Um, so we'll see. Hopefully our teams make the best of it, though, and uh, we get something done. I just hope we don't end up with Baker Mayfield, for the love of God. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I seen the Photoshop with him in a Steelers uniform. Had to mess with you and send that to you. Uh, yeah, so hopefully that does not happen. My boy here will be very upset, and I'll be upset for him. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, man, we had uh, Dak talking about <laughs> hype for off-season workouts. Uh, yeah. Can't have Baker Mayfield coming in for nah, us, man. Uh, nah. Dak over Baker, clearly. Yeah, so, absolutely. I mean, um, just hyped to see. Definitely excited for football this year. We will get to that. But that's pretty much it. That wraps it up for today. Got into a little bit of everything. And uh, if you made it this far, I appreciate the love and support. Uh, keep checking every week. Check in with us. Come chill. Come kick it. And you already know, uh, we appreciate the love and support as always. And I believe that's it. We out. Peace.